You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What is up, Packers fans? Welcome to another edition of For Cheddar or Worst, Acme Packing Company's podcast covering the good, bad, and everything in between about uh, the Green Bay Packers. I am your co-host, Chris Burke, joined alongside our social media guru, Lindsay Hansen. Lindsay, how are you on this evening? Hey, Chris, I am, I'm doing pretty good. Um, I think last night was a lot better than anyone uh, anywhere thought that it would be. So I don't know, um, I don't know how we managed to to score 33 uh, points considering our defense, but we'll get into that here in a little bit. And of course, Rogers, you know, he, uh, he was in a lot of pain in the second half. And, uh, and obviously, as we all know, um, he, he, you know, was removed and thought to have an oblique injury, um, which is never good to see, but you could, you could see the, the physical, it was visible how much pain he was in. And, you know, he's been playing with a broken thumb um, and now this. So, so yeah, it's, it's a bit of a, it was hard to watch. It's always hard to watch when people get injured, especially, you know, when they have to leave the game. Yeah, and it sounds like it might be actually more of a rib injury now. We're kind of, I'm sure we'll get more information when he makes his little uh, little appearance on Pat McAfee on Tuesday. Uh, we're recording this Monday night, so I'm sure we'll have some more information in the next 24 hours. But yeah, you know, I you know didn't expect much out of this game. The defense couldn't the defense couldn't stop an old an old person, uh, let alone an NFL offense. So that you know. A little disappointing there, but I mean, at least we got to see a hint, you know, a little appetizer, if you will, about the future of what the offense could look look like. Uh, well, we'll talk more about Jordan Love going uh, a little later on. Uh, but starting ahead, let's let's get right into the bad. Um, boy, the defense uh, giving up the most yards I think the Packers have given up. I think it said since nineteen seventy seven. Those are the records you don't want to break. Um, Forty eight, forty five years. You know, most yards you've given up, you know, and I, I remember the Colin Kaepernick game, uh, just not a very good performance for Joe Barry's group, uh, especially when Jalen Hurts has over 100 yards rushing in the first quarter as a quarterback. Um, that should be this, this game should be the final nail in the coffin of Joe Barry's tenure as the Green Bay defensive coordinator. Uh, Matt LaFleur said he's not changing coordinators in season, but I th- I think the writing the writing's got to be on the wall now, right? Yeah, I mean literally 363 rushing yards allowed. I I don't even know if there are words to explain how horrendous that is. I and also how in the world was the score 33 to 40? I mean that just doesn't 
that doesn't make any sense. Um, considering, <laughs> considering that, that stat. Um, and yeah, I mean, LaFleur definitely, you know, he, he was asked about it. He was asked about Barry, um, cause we're all thinking the same thing. And he said, quote, we're not going to go down that road. If I thought there was an issue there, then I would certainly make the change. We work as a staff and collectively we're all in this sucker together. End quote. Um, to that, I say, oh boy, <laughs> I don't even, I truly have no other words. I don't know what else to say at this point. It was, it was, a uh, beyond anything that, yeah, it was bad. It was, it was bad. Yeah. You know, and I think this draws into question too, a little bit on, you know, I, I waxed poetic a little bit, or I asked on Twitter, you know, you know, w- wondering out loud, um, you know, Matt LaFleur, you know, in regards to the quarterback position, does he have what it takes, you know, is, is there, you know, how, how did I word that? Now I can't even remember. It's been a, it's been a long 24 hours. Um, you know, I said with, you know, when the word came out about Aaron Rodgers thumb, you know, before he got hurt again, you know, is it either Jordan Love is very bad and Green Bay knows it? Again, this is before the game, mind you. Or Matt LaFleur has no stones to stand up to his quarterback and shut him down. Could be a little bit of both. Um, I think a lack of courage is definitely something on Matt LaFleur. Um, is definitely, I think, worthy of being asked at this point. Uh, you got it, the players, the frustration you can sense is growing amongst the players on defense. The results haven't been there. I mean, I get he's a friend of yours, but this is a business. The buck stops with you. Suck it up. Be a man and fire him now. I, there's no other re, there's no other way to get around it. Um, and this is definitely something I think we need to keep an eye on Matt LaFleur going forward is does he have fortitude to be an NFL head coach? You know, he's great and all hunky dory when things are going well, but when things go bad, um, I'm, I'm going to flat out say it. Is he tough enough? to be an NFL head coach. I'm calling him out right now. So we'll have to wait and see how that happens. Um, I hope he doesn't make the same mistake Mike McCarthy did and hangs on to a defensive coordinator. I mean, I see no reason why he would, Joe Barry would be back next year, but I don't know. I'm, I'm concerned now that, that LaFleur is going to hang with him. I really am. I mean, I see no reason why there should be, but, you know, I guess we can't really rule it out. I hope he's not that stupid, but, yeah, it's – Having the courage to do what's necessary is one of the top can is one of the qualities you got to have as an NFL head coach. And let's see if Matt Lafleur can do it. Um, I realize it's not going to look good on him. You know, next year going into year five, going on three defensive coordinators in five years, um, it would be, it would be Mike Pettin, obviously Joe Barry, and then whomever. Uh, but we'll just have to wait and see. So I think I I really think this is good. It's got to be the end of the road for Joe Barry, but. You know, how much of an indictment do you think this is of Matt LaFleur right now? Yeah, I mean, I it's it's it is tough uh, because I, when you and you said it like when things are going when things are going right, um, it's there's plenty to plenty of good things to say about LaFleur, but this season we've seen. Uh, we've seen him and the team tested in ways that we haven't before under his tenure. So I, um, 
when you have a game as bad as as last night uh on your your defensive side there really is no uh there's no coming back from that as a coordinate as a defensive coordinator that that is that is a permanent stain on his record and that is how LaFleur should look at it in my opinion that doesn't there's no coming back from that that doesn't uh that doesn't deserve a you know a, a 40th chance <laughs> uh, just because of how bad our defense has been um you know it's definitely it's tough man I don't know I mean clearly it's not going to do it during the season but man we have a lot to look at um this off season. yeah uh, things things are going to have to change for sure um individually on defense you know there's a lot to be lot to be desired. I just wanted this. I'm going to put this player on blast, but it's not really his fault just because of injury. But, you know, it's, it's still a fact, unfortunately, is Isaiah McDuffie looked real rough um, in run support yesterday. Uh, he is not an NFL quality starter. Um, I considered, you know, that's obviously he wasn't prepared to play. I put that more on the coaching staff. Uh, and especially I put some of that on the lap of Brian Budekunst, uh, you know, with not, not having enough depth there, but yeah, he, he had a rough game yesterday. Yeah. He, I mean, he finished with just three tackles. Injuries are killing us. I mean, we, Oh God, they're just, they're killing us this year. I mean, even more so than, than regular, it seems Um, we've talked about it before on this podcast and it's just something is going on. I don't know. Um, so yeah, he's he's not a starter, but um, you know, I'll reiterate what you what you said in that given the injuries, I don't know that we don't know that we have any other options and that's a that's a scary like that's an uncomfortable place to be, right? Like as a as a team and as a fan, um and everyone was outraged by his uh, quote unquote injury. Um, say people are saying that, uh, he pulled a, uh, cause the, the tart tart from the Titans did that in week 11, um, the Thursday night football game that I was there. Uh, he, you know, supposedly faked an injury as well. Aaron Rodgers wasn't buying it. And a lot of the fans weren't either. And then McDuffie does the same thing. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It's it's hard when we don't have any other option. Yeah, get well soon, Devondre Campbell. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, I miss you so much. <laughs> but I mean, it, the season's the season's lost at this point. I mean, you're you're delusional if you think they're getting into the playoffs. Although we were talking in Slack today, if they win out, they have a 45 percent chance of making it. But I don't think they have a snowball's chance in hell. And Anybody, anybody's thinking otherwise has got to be, is, is taking crazy pills. Um, on the offensive side of the ball, you know, we're actually going to be kind of light on the negative despite the loss again, because I think we want to start turning the page and looking ahead to the future because there were some promising signs on this game, but somebody who is definitely not part of that, Tyler Davis. Um, remember back in July when, you know, the hype train about him being, oh, yeah, he's going to be the next answer tight end, you know. It was going to be, you know, as when Mercedes Lewis handed everything over, it would be Bobby Tunyon and 
Tyler Davis. Boy, that it was only four months ago, but boy, does that feel like forever. Uh, running the wrong, I mean, when you run the wrong route, and then that leads to Aaron Rodgers throwing you an interception, and you're doing this at the tail end of November, you're done. Um, he he should not be seeing another area of the football field, and I think he's going to be another prime release candidate uh, going forward. Yeah, I mean, I I don't have really anything else to uh, to add to that. It his performance has been just abysmal and um, making mistakes that he should not be making. So um, that about covers that about covers Davis. <laughs> Yeah, not not a whole lot there. I mean, the, the suspects are getting at this point. There was nobody really that really was surprising. Is oh hey, you know this this guy really had a bad game. It's kind of getting to be the usual usual Thanks. suspects at this case. But Tyler Davis did himself no favors. Um, only other name I was thinking about adding to this list might have been Aaron Rodgers, but it's really hard to yell at him when his thumb is borderline. You know, might not look that way on the outside, but his thumb was barely attached. But now, we, I mean, that's that's it's an excuse for him, but also it's not because he didn't look good prior to that injury either. Um, but you know that that's the only other name I was going to add to this list. But I mean, I think it's time. To, I think it's time to shut the quarterback down a little bit. Not a little bit. I think it is time to just it's time to shut him down. I th- wave the white flag. I, um, I'm just not there. And I know people have strong feelings about him playing through an injury. A lot of, you know, some people are mad. Some people respect it. I fall more on the side of, I can understand from a competitor. He's been competing his entire life and his entire career, and he is used to playing at the highest level. And he has played through a lot of injuries in the past as well. Um, And so it's, I do understand where people are coming from and saying that like he's hurting the Packers at this point. Um, I also understand the competitive spirit and mindset of a man who has been playing the same sport his entire life. And until that's actually something he said regarding his injury from last night, too, is he wants to play until there is absolutely no chance for the Packers to go make it to the playoffs. And um, and that's just that is just who he is. I I really think that he's, I don't think it's, uh, I don't think he's doing it to be, uh, you know, destructive to the Packers or anything like that. I, I, I don't know. I think he really believes that he's the, the best shot we have at making it to the playoffs and he's not ready to give up, um, until we have no chance, but, I also think that he should heal because he's he's older as well and these injuries don't they don't heal as quickly as they do when he, you know, when he was uh 30 as opposed to almost 39. So Yeah, I I I tend to fall on the other side of that. I think if you're hurting the team at that point, I think you got to have enough wherewithal to you know to step aside, but I do I, I do give him I do give him 
I do give him credit for trying to play through it. I yeah. do. Um, but at some point, I think you just gotta, just for his sake, cause he, you know, what I don't understand is, you know, he's kept saying, Oh, surgery's off the table. We never considered it. And then the report comes up from me and Rappaport that said, Oh, surgery is almost always an option here. Like what? I mean, I, we have to remember Aaron Rodgers is not very trustworthy when it comes to many things, especially his own health as <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go into that Pandora's box, but. I just, it's something we just got to keep in mind, but I mean, I do have to give him credit for at least trying to pay through to play through it. So um, it is, it is what it is. I mean, the season's a lost cause anyway, Um, but they, they do still, like we said, if they win out, they do get a pretty decent odds boost. um, if Some games fall their way. So um, like I said, they're playing, but they're only playing with one other, one other, you know, they, they, they lose one more. It's they're pretty much mathematically eliminated at that point. You know, once once you hit that ninth law, that ninth loss, and you're going to finish no better than eight and nine. I think at that point you can pack it in, but we'll see. Um, status up in the air. We'll talk about later is very much up in the air. But anyway, that's enough for the negative. Enough enough sadness. Definitely some bright spots in that game, uh, especially in terms of the future of the Packers. You know, twenty twenty three and beyond. So. Uh, We're going to take a quick break here, um, and we'll be right back to talk about the things that went right against the Eagles. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, guys, we are back and we are going to kick the cheddar part of our show off with Jordan Love. Man, oh man. I mean, huge strides in his performance and his throws. He had great footwork, great timing to deliver passes in rhythm. He completed six of nine passes for 113 yards and a touchdown with a passer rating of 146.8. That throw to Watson was so fantastic. I I was truly, truly impressed. And I I mean, if if last night is any indication of his growth as a quarterback. I'm going to be honest, I'm pretty excited. And and that's for the first time since we drafted him. I have not been on the, um, it's not that I don't like the kid. I think the kid's great. I just did not see him leading the Packers. And after last night, man, I'm actually really, really excited to, to continue to see him grow. I mean, of course he's got work to do, um, you know, especially in the, uh, when it's not textbook plays or when, you know, when certain things happen, um, he, he can get a little frazzled, but that comes with experience. And that is something that, uh, is not really on Jordan, uh, in my opinion. So 
man, what, what were your thoughts when you watched it? I know you, you like love, um, what were your thoughts? I mean, definitely mechanically, you know, I'm going to cite back Tyler Brooke put up an excellent film study piece today, uh, Monday on APC. And I really encourage everyone to read that because he covers a lot of throws that love made some weren't even completions. And I don't think the touchdown was even actually included either. Um, it wasn't. Was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, um, it just, it, he looked much more mechanically sound decisive. His footwork was phenomenal. I mean, the mechanical concerns that I had about him were not there. Um, you know, and I can't help but think, are we seeing history repeat itself a bit? You know, everybody, if everybody remembers back in 07, yeah. uh, when Brett Favre went down against Dallas in a night game, um, it was a Thursday night. It wasn't a Sunday night, but almost to the day, by the way, almost. And Rod, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, they, he almost brought him back against Dallas after Favre went out. I think this is this. I don't want to get put the card, card out of the horse here, but. I we need to see more of Jordan Love, and I think he showed enough that the Packers are like, okay, we can evaluate this kid. You know that they're not just going to be like, okay, he's done. We're going to run Rodgers and cut them both loose because the way the Packers were talking and acting, I thought they were going to, you know, the twenty twenty three starting quarterback wasn't even on the roster. That both Love, and, you know, it's not going to be Love or Rodgers. It's going to be neither. But I think you know they they got something there. Um, definitely running a much more. Lafleur offense as well. Uh, they didn't keep for reasons that escaped me some of the McCarthy stuff in just to pacify Rodgers. Uh, he, he just he looked a lot more mechanically sound, and I think you know with it's something to build on. If that's some you know, I'd like to see him use his legs a little more. And you know, you talked about the off schedule stuff. Um, he's that that will come. Uh, that's just a timing and a chemistry thing, and that will come. You know, and he's been playing with. God, probably just the practice squad players because of how beat up they've been there. He probably hasn't had a whole lot of time with the starting offensive line either. Uh, that's probably going to change this week because even if Rodgers does go, I can't foresee him going uh, the rest of the week in terms of practice. But yeah, definitely, uh, you know, for it, you know, to quote, you know, that, uh, to quote the movie, at first he had my curiosity. Now he's got my attention. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm really excited. It's uh, it's given me a little bit of hope, and and truly, I when when I realized that it was almost to the day that Rogers came back for or uh, came in for a an injured Favre, I was like, it kind of like I was like, oh my god, I was like, that's kind of uh, that's kind of wild that that it happened like that, and um, the fact that he put on a great performance. It was really cool to see. And another cool thing to see, um, of course, we had to uh, mention Watson. He got his sixth touchdown of the season, um, which is, you know, his uh, in three games, really. So (laughs) not really even a full season at this point Um, from love. Uh, which was, yeah, it was very cool to see. He keeps getting better and better. Um, I, so he caught four passes for 110 yards and got that, um, got that touchdown, of course, which was a 63 yarder, um, which was actually the Packers' longest play of the season. Something that is so, 
So wild. So according to NFL Next Gen Stats, Watson achieved the top speed of 20.97 miles per hour on the touchdown. That is so fast. He is, I mean, he's a bullet, man. He, that kid can run and he's really, really impressing me. I'm, I'm just really excited to continue or to, to watch him continue to like come into his own. I really feel like he's getting the stride that we've um, been waiting for that. I think the the Packers have seen for a while now. And, and now we are as fans starting to see it. It's really, uh, really fun to watch. Yeah. You know, he, once again, he had another drop in the game. So, and then he bounced back and they went right back to him. And I think they just have to continue to keep working through this. He's still a rookie and he's a very limited rookie because of injuries he's had earlier. But it definitely was, you know, a, once again, he showed, he showed that promise. I mean, 20.9 miles per hour. That's right on the cusp of getting you pulled over for speeding in a school zone here in Wisconsin to put that in perspective. <laughs> um, That's insane. Oh, yeah, man. it's, it's blown it's away. Just, it's I, the speed, the length. You can see why the Packers, he is such a specimen um, in terms of athleticism. Uh, you can see why the Packers fell in love with them. They just kind of have to keep working through those drops a little bit. I don't think I need to remind everyone Devontae Adams had issues like that his first two years, uh, especially his second year. So definitely something I, you know, the, the potential's there. And I think I think it'll get there. It's just a matter of getting more experience. It's just something they're going to have to live with this year and at least the part of, part of next year. But, uh, boy, we can really see, you know, love that love to Watson connection. I'm hoping that's the first of many. Uh, many to come. That that's the future. Another another guy I hope is in our future is uh, is AJ Dillon. Uh, the the temperature drops and his star rises. He had ninety yards on just eleven touches last night. Um, it's always you know he's always fun to watch Quadzilla. Um, He's a beast. I mean, he is really, really hard to take down. And um, we saw that again uh, last night. And we haven't seen much of him in, you know, in recent games. Um, it's It's been very Jones heavy. So it was cool to see. And Jones, of course, had a, um, a good performance last night as well. But it was, uh, it was cool to see Dylan, um, you know, shine a little bit brighter last night um and and make those those big plays for us again yeah you know we start talking about the future you know there's decisions that are going to get made about a lot of people's futures i hate i hate to say this about aaron jones but he's gonna he's gonna be one of them um especially as the packers try to round up balance out their salary cap there's going to be decisions to be made so getting aj Dillon going uh definitely a welcome sight to see uh you can see why he's such a tough player to bring down um and you know when if they were in any unfortunately if they this using him as a battering ground would be a great way to sharpen for the playoffs but since that's likely not happening uh he's definitely one of those players that you, you like to keep around you know they drafted him I, initially i think we initially all thought you know they did draft him as an aaron jones replacement you know before jones was extended and i still think that might be the case but he's uh 
well, he's he's quite a mismatch on on offense. You know, you think you got somebody like uh, Dylan in the backfield, then you got somebody like Watson out wide. I mean, that's they've got some size mismatches there that are going to make things really tough uh, for for defenses going forward. But fantastic game from him last night. Definitely welcome to see as uh, the calendar changes to December this week. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about Rudy Ford. Oh man. He is, um, he's really stepping into his own too, as, as a Packer. And, you know, he was, he had the forced fumble that Walker recovered and then ran back for 63 yards, which um, just like sidebar shout out to Walker for that. I mean, he was, he was dodging <laughs> and, and weaving to get those, uh, those yards. So that was cool to see. Um, he, you know, he doesn't make the list for, or in, doesn't make the show for, uh, for us this week, aside from that, but that was, that was a great, great forced fumble by, by Ford. Yeah, and you know, once again, shout out to the, you know, we've been tough on Brian Gutekunst, but uh, shout out to the pro personnel department, because just like Devondre Campbell a year ago, uh, another great find, you know, it, Darnell Savage turned into a pumpkin, Adrian Amos is definitely having an off year, you know, the safety, they, I wish they would have waited before, you know, camp to address the, or before the season to address the safety position, that's definitely going to be high on my wish list for the draft next year. Um, but yeah, another great find. Uh, they initially thought he was going to be more of a special teams contributor, but who he's actually turned out to be quite a contributor on defense as well. And, uh, definitely a welcome sight. I think he, I think we can already pencil him onto my roster for next year for sure. Uh, yeah. And another one that we can pencil in for next year, Nixon. He is it. He's it. Why did we wait so long to cut Amari and utilize Nixon? I mean, that was truly just horrible coaching. It took way too long. Nixon had 172 kickoff return yards last night. That tied him for the 10th most in Green Bay history. 172 kickoff return yards. There were some where I was like, oh my God, is he going to is he going to go all the way? Like he got to the 50, you know, the, the half field mark or close to it um, a couple times. And I was in the back of my mind, I was like, Chris is going to have to bleach his hair, man. Like he's, he's going all the way. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that bet is long since off due to a career change, by the way, I hate to say this, but um, yeah, I, definitely a welcome sight. Um, you know, Yes, he had a lot of return yards, you know, but at the same time, that he also had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Let me recount here: one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, eight, including the half kickoff. Um, but I mean, still, compared to what they were getting out of that position, absolutely, you know, the, definitely a welcome change. It, Amari Rogers was on that roster for way too long, and I think I think that release came down to. I'm I'm just gonna say I came down to ego. Uh, Brian Goody's not ready to doesn't like cutting his losses on his draft pick so soon, but 
they had no choice there. He was turning the ball over way too much. And when he was getting returns, uh, they were going nowhere. So definitely a welcome addition to the special team stable. Uh, better late than never, even, you know, if the season is a lost cause, but yeah, definitely a, definitely a welcome change, uh, in that regard. So, uh, we're going to ch- shift gears here now and look ahead to Dob Bears. Uh, Green Bay facing Chicago at Soldier Field this Sunday. Uh, finally a day game, uh, for those of us that work early on Monday mornings. Definitely a welcome change. Uh, so, you know, obviously Chicago's having a rough go. Uh, Green Bay's having a rough go. You know, if Green Bay can beat Chicago, this I think will at least pretty much lock up the Packers from finishing dead last in the NFC North, which, oh boy, is that a participation trophy if I've ever seen one for the year. But, uh, at least, you know, sweeping Chicago is always good. You know, that's beating your arch rivals. That's not much of a feather in the cap of the season, but it's something. Um, so obviously the first big question the Packers are going to have to look at is who's going to start at quarterback. Uh, I think it's, it's too early to tell right now. Uh, I would personally, I, it's, it's early, very, 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 very early indications. I think it might be Jordan Love, especially given the Packers playoff positions that you know, I, you, you can, the thumb fine, but I don't think you can mess around with ribs or an oblique injury, uh, with Rogers that I don't think you want to subject him to any potentially, but Ted, any additional injury. Uh, you really can't screw around with that. So the big question is going to be, um, who's starting. And if that's the case, if it is Jordan Love, Chicago's defense is definitely not great. Um, so this will be a good, Good opportunity for Jordan Love uh, if he's the one to start. The word right now, um, as we're recording, is according to Lafleur, if Rogers gets cleared by the medical uh, staff, then he will be the starter. Um, so it's really a matter of if he's going to be cleared, which we do have a couple days uh, before, you know, they can make that determination. I, I really don't want to see him. I mean, the last thing that anyone wants is for, for Rogers to go out and play and then get injured to a point where it's season ending. Um, It's just, it's too risky and uh, it's just, no one wants that. So I don't know. I mean, I would be, I would be okay if love started um, just because I, I really don't think that Rogers should be out, you know, right away. Again, I'm not a doctor and I am not working on him. So I have no idea. I'm just, going off what I know, uh, from, from a distance, but, um, but yeah, we the last thing we need is for, for him to get a season ending injury or to have him get hurt more. So I would be okay with love starting. Yeah. It's the Packers medical staff is notoriously, some will say conservative, but doc McKenzie is one of the best in the business. Um, He's actually done, he's actually did, he's actually done a surgery on one of my relatives. So, I mean, just a phenomenal doctor. Um, but it's, 
you're they're not making the playoffs. So I think you know they got they got to weigh risk versus reward. If it ends up being a borderline thing, I think they got to definitely at least err on the side of caution. Uh, moving on to then the defensive side of the ball for Green Bay, uh, Justin Fields. After seeing what Jalen Hurts did to the Packers on Sunday night, I can't imagine that they're going to have any luck stopping Jordan Fields or J- Justin Fields, excuse me. Um, ju- you know, they, they're deploying, Chicago's deploying him a lot differently than they did in week two. They're using him probably much more as a running back, running, running the balls. They probably should, um, you know, in terms of wear and tear. But after Jalen Hurts ran crazy against the Packers, does anyone think, you know, Green Bay can stop him? I, I, I have zero confidence in their abilities to, to slow him down. And that's, that's the only thing that gives me pause on this game is that Fields is going to run wild, uh, once again, uh, against this Green Bay defense. Yeah. I mean, truthfully, um, after last night's performance by Joe Barry's defense, I have, um, <laughs> no expectation and no the uh, no real hope for uh anything good to come out of our defense for the remaining like the the rest of the season um so long as Barry is at the helm i just i mean we'll see but no matter who we play we we're ugh. It's just a different season this season, and uh, and yeah, anything is possible. I mean, the Lions beat us, so the Bears could very well beat us. Yeah, it's you know we got we got to stop looking at the view. The Packers are not a contender. You know, we got we got to make that adjustment to stop. You know, the, the Green Bay, the NFC North is trash this year outside of the Vikings. So it's you know it. It is, it is what it is. And I, I don't know how this game's going to go. Um, I would love for it to be, you know, to see if Jordan Love does start, I would love nothing more than to see him, um, inherit a stick of the ownership of the Bears that Aaron Rodgers has had, uh, throughout his career. I would love nothing more to kind of have a breakout performance. Uh, really that's kind of where we're all at now is we want, we want teases for the future, uh, going forward, but, uh, and also Bears yeah. fans will be relentless if they beat us. So I just, I really hope for the sake of every Packer fan out there that we can pull off a win because if not all the Bears fans that we have in our lives or uh, on social media or, you know, whatever, they, they'll, uh, they'll jump at the opportunity to just rub it in our faces forever. So um really hoping that we can, we can get that W. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's that's all we can hope for on a week by week basis at this point is just just get the win. I mean the a playoff the playoffs are a pipe dream. So uh let's just focus on a week to week win and this this season can come to a merciful end here in about a month and month and a half. So uh that will do it for us this week. Uh we will check in with you guys next week. Uh after this week against the Bears, the Packers have a finally <laughs> have their bye week. So we will have uh we will have a show next week, probably not during the bye week, but uh we will at least definitely have a show for you uh next week and hopefully we'll be breaking down yet another win over the Bears. Uh so until then, thank you everybody for listening. Keep it on Acme Packing Company for all your Packers podcast needs and uh go pack go. Go pack go and the Bears still suck. See you guys next week.
Support for this podcast came from SAS. Data is everything. And now everything is data, which means more to process, more to analyze. And now more than ever, speed to answers matters. So how do you produce those answers as fast as the world produces data? With SAS VIA, the quickest way from a billion points of data to a point of view. It's a more productive data and AI platform that helps you get more done. Learn more today at sas.com slash VIYA. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com slash Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com slash flagship. This is a paid advertisement.